0: Everyday Martial Artist is brought to you by KOOnline.com for all your martial arts needs. Sparring and safety gear, rank belts, uniforms, weapons, patches, and more. Wholesale supplies made by martial artists for martial artists. Visit us today at ko-online.com. Hello and welcome to Everyday Martial Artist. I am your host, Brian Dusett. And as we do every Thursday, we're joined by a brand new guest talking about their life and their journey throughout the world of martial arts. My guest today is a French world kickboxing champion and former Commando Marine. He's been a professional bodyguard, a personal trainer, and created his own athletic brand and is a licensed helicopter pilot. He was discovered in the 1987 Cannes Film Festival and has appeared in over 40 films and multiple TV series. In addition to being in front of the camera, he's also been involved in directing, producing, and screenwriting. Please welcome today my guest, Mr. Olivier Gruner. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. <laughs> well, they, they, thank you for doing the it show. I truly, I, I truly appreciate your time. So. You're welcome. So, what we like to do with with each of my guests, I want to go back to the beginning and find out what what was that first spark? What led to that first interest in martial arts for you?
1: Okay, that's a good question. Actually, um, uh, when I was in uh, uh, in Paris, so in my high school it was uh, in the middle of uh, of Paris. And uh, I was 11 years old and I got attacked, and they asked, they stole my lunch money. And uh, I felt very, uh, you know, I cried, you know, I never mm-hmm. told my mom, my parents. Okay. And uh, so, and I, I realized, you know, uh, the world is different. You know, you got uh, your parents who tried to keep you away from, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, violence mm-hmm. and uh, bad things. And, Then you go to the world because uh, I used to train, I used to go and uh, take the subway and I had to go through five different stations before I go to school. So, and then, so when you're at school, you're by yourself, of course, and you go to school and then you come back by yourself and you, you know, take the subway back to back home. So on the way back uh, from uh, school, uh, this is, uh, we used to go, in the old Paris, we have very, uh, can I can of call it, the building has uh, very narrow, and they're very old, and it's very dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got uh, jumped in by, uh, I think it was three guys. Yeah, wow. Okay. So, yeah, I got scared, you know, and obviously, uh, I started to say, I got to do something. So, but what's interesting, I didn't start with any martial arts. I started with boxing. Okay. So... Yeah, and, and the way I learned, my, my father was a surgeon, you know, and uh, so my father, of course, didn't want me to do boxing, so I couldn't go and because you know to a boxing club, mm-hmm. so I had to learn at home, you know, by watching uh, whatever I, you know books, uh, learning from books. This is really what we did at that time. Okay, we didn't have any YouTube, and then and then I uh, uh, I was in the south of France because uh, we used to go to the south of France and. There was a, a Bruce Lee movie, mm-hmm. and this is where I discovered really the martial arts, and I really loved the uh, the philosophy and the uh, uh, the amazing amazing skills that uh, Bruce Lee had, and right. uh, I, I got hooked.
0: Okay, and so when did and you... I started with karate. Karate, okay, which, which style of karate, do you remember? Shotokan, Shotokan, Shotokan karate. Nice, yeah. I, was, I studied but Shotokan was... too, so...
1: You know, but you know what's interesting? I didn't learn from a club to go to a club
2: because
1: mm-hmm. it was too far. I was too young, you know, to I couldn't drive. So, and uh, uh, the house we live in was—I uh, mean, where we spent our holidays was in the middle of the uh, of this. It was a small little town, so there's no karate uh, studio there. The studio were in uh, in a bigger city, which it's approximately. Uh, 30 minutes from uh, where we are, so my parents didn't want to drive me there because they're on vacation. Right. So I had to learn from a book. Oh, so I wow. bought a karate book, and I learned, and I spent hours and hours looking at the picture and looking wow. at myself in the mirror and make sure that I had the perfect the perfect uh, techniques. Okay. So wow. that's the way I learned.
0: No. So, do you remember? Was that the the Gichin Funakoshi Shotokan book? or Do you remember which book it was?
1: It, the only thing I can tell you is the color was yellow, and it was uh, a draw. It was a drawing. Yep. It was no, there's no pictures. It was just uh, uh, a draw. You that, know, like uh, a
0: sketch. That sounds familiar. I think I might have had that same book when I was younger. That sounds familiar. So that's really cool. Really? So how yeah. how long then until you started actual you know training at a school? When when did that happen?
1: Well, that's uh, that's interesting so it took me it took me a while you know maybe years and I really started at uh, after the Navy so when I joined the Navy the Navy uh, uh, I joined it at 18 like 17 and a half 18 after high okay. school and I spent four years and So after those four years it was like uh, what is it like 20 21
0: 22. 22.
1: this is where I really started. You know?
0: Okay. So, did you do any martial arts training while you were in the Navy? Is that part of the training? No, there? we
1: did. We did
2: close,
1: uh, close combat. Okay. We call it close combat. So it was not really a martial arts. You know, it was more like you know, simple stuff. You know. Okay. But it was not high end the way it is
0: now. You know, things right. change a lot. You know. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So yeah. then, after the military, then what, uh, what? What did you seek out? What was your martial arts? Shoto Kallen. So you did. Uh, you got to go to a real school this time. Okay. Yes. And so I-, I
1: went to a school where this um where this instructor was amazing, and I like him a lot because he was very strict and he was very specific on the movement. Okay. So if you were doing something like belly, you know, if your if your kata was not perfect, if your um, you know, I forgot the names obviously because no, I don't do it. But uh, if if your stand was not perfect. Mm-hmm he was not happy with with uh, with your uh, with what you did. So, again, the technique has to be extremely perfect before okay. you move to the next move. So I was very, uh, and that was really good. And that's why, you know, I'm very big on techniques mm-hmm. because of him. He was so good. And his name was Jean-Pierre Laborato.
0: Okay. And how long did you train with him?
1: Uh, so he was in the south of France. So I trained with him for six months. Okay. But I was doing all the seminars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when we talk about uh, six months, it was uh, really condensed because every seminar he had, I was going to. Wow. So, you know, I go to his school and then he has a seminar on Saturday, Sunday. I was taking it. It doesn't matter. He didn't care about the, if I was still a white belt, mm-hmm. you know, and I was uh, I was so obsessed with it that uh, he uh, put me with a brand belt. So. Wow.
0: He didn't give me a
1: brown belt, but he he put me with a, you know.
0: For your training partner. Because it
1: takes 10 years. For him, it takes 10 years before he can give you a a brown belt. Wow. So, yeah.
0: And then, so did you start competition when you were with him? Or did that come later? No,
1: competition was not in my mind at all because I think it's weak. Mm -hmm. I think for me, competition is really against what the martial arts is all about. You know, I'm talking about the pure martial arts. Right. You know, you compete is just uh, for your ego. Mm-hmm. It's really, is. it's really for you to say, okay, well, I beat somebody, you know. But really, is not what we do martial arts for. We do martial arts was really for uh, a spirit and the philosophy behind the martial arts, you know. Okay. And that was really important, you know. Uh, that's why I was that's why I love martial arts, because of the philosophy, philosophy be, behind it. Mm-hmm. and uh but I got sucked into the competition, of course.
0: Right. So <laughs> what came yeah. next What came next after that Shotokan training?
1: So I was trying to uh, to find another club because I moved to the, uh, the French Alps because we had a place over there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, in Valterins. And uh, I couldn't find any club for Shotokan. I found a couple clubs, right, but they were not as good as Jean-Pierre Laborato. Right. I mean, they were not. They they were just sloppy. You know, when you look at them, you look at the, uh, the 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 white belt. The way they 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 move was not was not right. It was not perfect, okay. and I wanted perfection. So this is where I said, okay, I stop this. But they had a really good club. The guy was Europe champion in kickboxing. So and he was in Switzerland. Okay. And then, so I went there a couple of times and, uh, I got beat up. I mean, it was big time <laughs> because, you know, it's a big switch, you know, between shot and uh, kickboxing. Yep. And then I went to Paris because we have a place in Paris. So we go to Paris and I, uh, I met, uh, uh, Dominic Guardia And, uh, and of course I was, uh, the club, uh, the best club in France. Okay. So and- I spent uh, a lot of time with him and I became, uh, uh, you know, I was in a French team and all that kind of stuff, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? So then what, But then I competed. Yeah. So what, no, I was
1: I was sucked into competition.
0: <laughs> so but, what what led to that? What made you finally, finally decide to start competing?
1: Well, I didn't have any choices, actually. You know, oh. it's like, uh, you know, like you, you get, you spar with guys, you know, they're competing, and suddenly say, hey, why don't you do a fight? And I'm like, I ah, don't really, don't want to do a fight. No, I'm not interested in fighting. <laughs> And then slowly and slowly, you know, okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, and, and it
0: started like that. Nice. Uh, you, you talked a lot about your, your instructor and stuff. And so when you, that, that first, going back to that first Shotokan instructor, so yeah. th- think about maybe that first class. What was it, that first class? What made you think, this is for me, I'm going to stick with it, I'm going to go for it? You know, what, what is something that maybe stood out about your first one or two classes that just really made you want to keep doing it?
1: Yeah, I was very impressed with the the techniques, how how pure it was, and how picky uh, Jean-Pierre was. Okay, I mean he was. I mean everything from if you had a little stain on your gi, you will be kicked out of school. Wow. That big. oh yeah, you very can't, strict. Your, your, your <laughs> gi has to be perfectly uh, clean. Everything. I mean, this, this guy really made. Uh, a really great impression on, on martial arts to me you know that's nice and then after um, and then after you know I was obsessed with it so I kept uh, doing it and I was practicing at home you know so it was a, a 2 hour class and then after that you know I uh, I spent another 2 or 3 hours at home you know practicing the kata okay. and I think it was amazing I, I was really and you know what's amazing about uh, martial arts really mm-hmm. is uh, the fact that you don't need any weapons with your hands. Even if you are naked, you can defend yourself. And that was really what I, uh, was attracted. So it gives you a certain freedom, uh, a peace of mind also as well. And that's, this is what really made a, a, a big impact, you know?
0: Oh, I agree completely. Um, All right. So then how long, uh, jumping back up to kickboxing, how long did you do kickboxing? And, and only...
1: until until 87.
0: Okay. And did I read this right? It only took you 10 fights to become the middleweight champion?
1: No, it was was more. It was was more because uh, some guys didn't show up. Uh, Okay. Some guys, uh, what else? We had, um, you know, it was a time, it was an interesting time because it was a time where in France, obviously, you know, uh, I don't even know if the UFC is a a lot in France. Still, I don't know. So, So they didn't really like kickboxing. They didn't want to have kickboxing in France. Okay, but so Valera really pushed it, and that's why he had to go to the U.S. all the time uh, because you know the the French sports, you know, they didn't really like that violence, you know. Right. So it, it, it was an interesting time. So some people, uh, again, it was very very well organized. It's just you know uh, in Europe it was not like it is today, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what led to acting? What made you want to? do that was that someone else's idea or something you always wanted no, to do? i
1: never well i never wanted really i didn't want to act that was <laughs> not my my goal okay my goal honestly my dream was to go to california mm-hmm. right to open a gym in california that was it that wow. was my dream okay that's all i wanted and uh obviously uh the path in, in different way
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit different <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> so then how did that happen so how did the acting thing happen
1: well, <laughs> okay so uh, I was with uh, two friends, one the Swedish guy and one American guy and he, they stay at my house in uh in Val it's uh, it's a ski resort, and we spent all season together working at different jobs. Uh, you know I had like five different jobs you know in Valnce I was doing uh, you know ski patrol but more like a uh, uh, ski lift operator mm-hmm. uh I was, uh, uh, we were working at clubs, you know, bouncers. So we had like five different jobs, right? And, um, but we had so much fun. I mean, really, it was so much fun. We skied all day. We just, it was so much fun. But we worked a lot. Okay. And then from there, we went to Cannes because my house is close, uh, in the south of France, it's close to Cannes. So, and uh, my American friend is, uh, <laughs> he's a funny guy. His name is Dave. So Dave told me, he said, why don't you go to the south of France and apply for a job over there in Cannes? I said, I never applied for a job in Cannes, you know. It's like, well, I don't need a job, you know. He said, let's do it. It would be fun. So of course, so we go over there. We apply for a job. And I got a job for controlling the tickets in and out of the theater. Right? Okay. And uh, Dave uh, said, why don't you put your poster like you were a champion on the wall? I said, ah, come on, Dave. I'm not going to do that. It looks <laughs> stupid. I said, no, just put it. So I put it uh, on the wall. And then uh, somebody, his name is Dale Mahaja, looked at it. And they said, oh, who's that? I said, it's me. So he touched my muscle and he said, oh, good. And this is a time where Van Damme was so busy. Yep. So Imperial Entertainment, you know, had a contract with him, but he was busy with other, uh, with other production companies. So Imperial Entertainment was looking for another guy, and Dale Mahaja just got me a meeting uh, at Imperial Entertainment. So when the season was over, uh, Dave and the Swede and my dog, I had a Samanad with me, right, a big dog.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we flew to uh, where did we flew to? We flew to Pennsylvania. To where his house is, so we went over there. We stayed a week over there, and then uh, um, I met a girl in uh, in the south of France, and uh, she lived in Los Angeles. So I drove, I bought a jeep, and I drove uh, the jeep uh, to Los Angeles from uh, uh, from
0: Pennsylvania
1: to Florida, to Florida to LA.
0: Wow, that's a drive! That was a long drive. <laughs> yes, it is.
1: <laughs> it was a long drive on the jeep uh, convertible, and. Nice. I uh, crossed two hurricane. I remember that. Oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fun. My dog was not with me. We left the dog at, in uh, in Pennsylvania. Okay, you know. So then I arrived in LA. So I met the, the girl that I uh, you know uh, that I met in France, and uh, she hooked me up with a cousin so uh, to have a place to stay. And we went together, her and me, you know, to Imperial and to meet the producers. And she. Uh, she was uh she told the producer that she was my agent, uh, <laughs> okay, which is great, you know it was easier yeah and uh so they looked at it so okay so and then a week later, I got a call they said well why don't we meet up uh why don't we uh we want to start a film with you so they signed a, we signed a five picture deal, and I met Eric Carson and he went to the gym with me to make sure that I was not uh a fake, you know, and you can't tell, you know, if you know what you're doing, or if you don't know what you're doing. Yep. And at that time, I was training at uh, the Jet Center where all the um, big guys were. Benny, there. yep. You know, with Benny, even Chuck Norris was there sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. We had Peter Cunningham, you know, all the, uh, Don Wilson was there, mm-hmm. uh, all the great guys. Benny, his brother, Blinky. I mean, he was, uh, it was awesome to be around those amazing guys. Wow. right? Uh, that was a dream for a kickboxer, you know. You. And and the gym was on Friar Street, and the gym was amazing. We had like jacuzzi, cold bath. We had uh, everything that the fighter needed. Uh, we missed a lot. I mean, all the fighters you can't tell Peter Cunningham, all these guys that we didn't miss a Jet Center. But uh, anyway, so so I took uh, Eric Carson to uh, to the gym, and uh, I gave him demonstration, you know. And he said, "Okay, great." Let's go and do it. So I met the writers and the writers, uh, uh, two writers that I met at Imperial and I tell them a little bit about my life story. And, uh, you know, like I got uh, beat up and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, uh, <laughs> things like, you know, they put in the film, like there's a scene in Angel Town where the gang member are beating, beating me and they have like maybe like like 15 guys, you know, jumping on me. Yep. And that really happened to me in a ski resort. You know? Wow. When I was a bouncer, I, uh, it was like, so the biggest mistake I did, okay? That's really important mm-hmm. for fighters yep. because they're going to learn from my mistakes. So being a bouncer, so there was a guy, uh, some guys uh, uh, asked me, say, "Olivia, there's a fight on, on, on top, you know, because uh, the owner owned a bar on top and then I climbed on the bottom.
2: Okay. And
1: the fight was at the bar. So I I'd go in the bar and I see a guy, a big English guy with a huge... And he's there, and there's nobody, you know, there's like a little fence between the bar and uh, and uh, the the tables. And uh, and the guy was there, you know, at the bar, holding a big pitcher of beer. Mm-hmm. And he was screaming, and uh, he was beating up, I mean, obviously he beat up a couple of people. So the owner, when she saw me coming, she said, oh, you, can you pull the guy out? <laughs> so now I know I'm going to be, you know, I got to do whatever I got to do. So I go over there I said, sir, please. And so I put myself on my uh, my left uh, foot forward. And I said, please, sir. And put my hand forward, the left hand forward. I said, please, sir, would you mind to follow me? You, you have to leave the premises." And the sergeant said, fuck
2: you!
1: <laughs> and he slapped my left hand, which turned me, which is great, for my right hand. And I punched him straight in the face with a great right. Boom! The guy fell. He tried to come back, and he fell again. But here's my mistake. I didn't look around. Fifteen of his friends were on the other side of the bar. They all jumped on me. Wow. And they started to beat the crap out of me. But there were so many guys that couldn't figure out who they were. They were drunk, obviously. that they couldn't figure out you know, who they were beating up. So they were beating up each other. So I called uh, underneath, and I uh, got the shotgun, because over it there it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, uh, it was a time where the police didn't have any weapons. You know, uh, the police didn't have any weapons at that time. So when I show up with a uh, shotgun and work, it they all just run away and I'm uh, wow. um, I'm gonna stop there because <laughs> nobody needs to know the right. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's a great,
0: it's a great story. And
1: he said, "Was this guys. And he like "It's really about about me, not looking around to make sure." Mm-hmm. There was nobody else, you know. But being a fighter, you focus on one guy. I watched this. What's, what's even worse, what I did is that uh, after whatever happens, you know, I come back and I'm seeing the guy that I just uh, punched in the face. And four of these guys were holding him. I went back and we were, uh, there was a uh, ice rink and they were uh, holding the guy to his, uh, his apartment, I guess. And I went back and you know who I punched again? Same guy. <laughs> wow at the and this has to kick me on but he was ice so it was falling also as well so it was not really a, a very powerful kick so <laughs> i managed it <laughs> but my da was to be focused only on one guy mm-hmm. and that's a part of one uh, fighter the fighter you're focused on one guy and that's your target nice. you are in six, your targets only one it's not only one guy it's guys all the way around so you got to make sure that you protect your kicks you know your nine and uh and you're free. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I just,
0: that's a crazy story. I love it, though. It's so awesome. Oh,
1: well, there is more. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, I, and, I, I, and I just love how you, I mean, you just randomly got involved in movies. I mean, that's just so cool that <laughs> they just saw you and, hey, let's make a movie. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, honestly,
1: you know, like when somebody wants something so bad, and you know, sometimes I see the matches, you know, they... And they're really good, really good actors, but they will never get the chance because of somehow, you know, the producers. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's kind of a this is very interesting. You know, it, it's you know I got lucky honestly. It's I uh, was a like right place
0: something is really important in life anyway so we know that yeah definitely <laughs> right. so yeah so you made your you made your first movie in 1990 angel town and you so said you've yep. been making movies ever since you've made over you know, over 40 movies and i do have to ask because i just know i was looking through your imdb and you were on yep. one, one of my favorite tv series you got to do an episode of martial law with Samo hung how cool was that yes <laughs> well
1: i got stories story for you on the one yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. i got stories on, on the lot. true story so I got called to Marshall. I said, "Oh, I'm excited! You know, it's it's, it's a big studio. I can screw up, right?" Mm-hmm. So I go over there, and of course, you know they're uh, Chinese choreographer, right? And they don't joke around. You know, these guys are working out. You know they're no joke. So over there, and then, you know, um, and we try. Uh, they ask me to do a rehearsal. I say, "Okay, sure." So I do the rehearsal. But most of the time, when I do my rehearsal, I do it half speed. Okay. Because in case if something happened, I'll make sure that you know I don't get hurt on uh, on, on rehearsal. You know, if we shoot in the take up you full speed and if I get hurt, I get hurt. You know, that's okay, but we have that trauma. Right. So so I say, okay, I go half speed and then and I, say, I go I, ah. I said, No cool. What are they saying? That uh, they want you to do full speed. And I look at them, I, say, no, I don't do full speed on rehearsal. Okay. So they start to, you know, like uh, Chinese, when you listen to them, sometimes it's pretty aggressive, you know? But you don't know are mad, but they're just talking. So they oh, 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 oh. so I go, okay okay, 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 that's fine. So I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I was not doing the rehearsal with Sean Mohan. I was mm-hmm. doing the rehearsal with one of guys, Okay. Right? Because they wanted to see my speed, I guess. You know? That was the whole point. So I'd do it, and i am killing like, One, two, three kicks, and then I, Kah! that's my armstring. Monster pop out. Ouch. and I was whole, like, oh. and everybody heard it, and so they look at each other, and say, ah, nah, 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 nah. "It's okay, okay." And I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm soft being Can't even move my leg, right? Oh. So I, I the, the medic comes in, or no, right away because he heard it. He said, "Okay, uh, so I know, I know what happened." So we, we scream, we start "No, no, 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 we're not Trust me. We're not. Give me, give me five minutes. Five minutes. Give me five minutes." I go in the bathroom and I said, uh, "I go to the medic. Say, give me, I about the, give me a bandage, a very strong bandage." And I bandaged my leg as hard as I could, so I couldn't even feel the blood. Break. Oh. And I did the whole thing. Wow,
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: But, but but watch it. So I did the whole thing, right? So the whole day I'm fine. I go home. I'm not kidding. And when I went home, and this is where. You know, I lie down in my bed, and then suddenly I'm shivering, and I'm in shock at this point. So my girlfriend looked at me and said, oh, should we go to the hospital? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, just take some Advil and something, and, and I'll be fine, I'll be fine. At least for hours and hours, I'm, I, I remember shivering, you yeah, know. It was pretty uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> pretty cool. But it looked pretty good, so I was right <laughs>
0: I'll have to go back and watch that episode again. I just started rewatching that show a few weeks ago because I found it online. And that was oh a-
1: yeah, you're right because I, I received some uh, what is it some um, original on that, so I knew it was on.
0: Nice, it's such a good yeah. show. I mean, it's a very very underrated. Didn't last long enough, just a That's fun a- show. So I agree.
1: almost but- so funny too. You know? yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was hilarious. It was a great show. I loved it.
0: That's cool. That's great. Yeah. Great. So. Like I said, you still do. Now you've moved into you've moved into directing, you moved into producing, you moved into screen, yep. screen. So what, what what do you like better out of the out of the acting, the screenwriting, the directing, the producing? What do you what do you enjoy the most?
1: So here's the thing. Here's the truth. For uh, when you produce a film, you're going to be stressed out mm-hmm. because you're dealing with money, you're dealing with people. It's very stressful, you know. But it's fun, you know. There's a certain part that is pretty cool. It's like going to war, you know, being a captain of a you know the group of uh, guys and you try to keep them in line right right uh directing is fantastic because you really create the shots and uh if you know what you're doing and uh yeah, you're pretty artistic with the uh like about pure example example he's really good dp really good he he knows how to set up the camera i mean direct it too but the the visual that he has in his mind and the way he uses the camera is pretty amazing, so and uh, so directing is great, acting is great if it's a big budget, otherwise it (laughs) sucks. If it's a big budget, it's great because you have time to rehearse, you have time to uh, to get into the character. So, example for Nemesis, Mm -hmm. uh, I remember Albert uh, gave me a private trainer, Eric Sternlake, really great guy, you know, for the role. He gave me, uh, he told me, listen to that music when you read the script. So I really, really worked hard on the character. Okay. So for an actor, this is great when you have money. When you work with no money movies, is not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. I don't like it. Really, I don't. Okay. I mean, I'll do it because, you know, it's good to keep myself on the screen, but it's not. It, it's not that fun, you know? Right. Yeah.
0: So do you have a i know it's usually not not easy to pick, but do you have a favorite movie that you've done Is there one well, that's may, or maybe just one that's really special to you
1: well obviously nemesis was uh nemesis uh, the fighter or Savat was mm-hmm. great uh because uh, my parents were there oh cool okay. uh, what else oh, it was fun that was great um what else uh, the one with John Ritter was great. He was so funny. I love John.
0: I love just, such what an amazing guy. actor. So, oh, he was so, so funny. We, <laughs> but
1: you know, you know the problem is like we had such great chemistry on the set, and they didn't use it. really the character didn't fit him. Yeah, and but we were laughing constantly with John. He's such a great guy. Uh, then I did uh, uh, so. Robin Townsend was fun too. Okay. he's a funny guy.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I did also. Um, uh, you know it's really when you make a movie it's really a, a, about who you work with you know okay do you have a good time or it's going to be a intense set and when it's tense it's not fun you know even if you are an actor you know in the show so but if it's relaxed and if you have a good time if everybody works as a team uh even if it's a lower budget that can be fun especially if you work with your friends okay and that's why i think um uh, All of us, you know, like uh, when we work together uh, and we work on different films, uh, like Martin Cove, you know, when we Ah, we did a couple of films together, Cynthia Rothrock, you know, Don, all these guys. When we get together, it's like friends, you know, making a a movie, which is great because we we have a lot of fun. Yeah, if you're you're having
0: fun, that's probably not like work then, is it?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Nice. You know, so favorite movie, I will say, you know, uh, oh, well, Nemesis, uh Angel Town Nemesis, uh sovat um I like Sector Four. Okay. But it was a lot of work for me, you know. Uh, there's a lot of scene that you see in that film that I had to shoot by myself. Okay. So I use a red camera and uh so I went on the snow by myself. I had a, uh, um a motorhome and the way I was doing is I plant a, a piece of wood and I focus on a piece of wood and this is where I'm gonna do the scene. So <laughs> wow. it was uh, it was pretty wild.
2: <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, so,
1: You need 90 minutes to finish a film, approximately 90 minutes. Okay. So that's what it meant. Nice. Yeah.
0: So when did uh, um, Gruner Tactical, when, what what led to that?
1: Oh, that's a good question. So here's the thing. So I fly helicopters. So I used yep. to fly, you know, I fly for ABC or fly, you know, I fly for the news. Uh, I used to do tours and stuff. But at the same times when, you're going to be surprised. I don't really like guns. Okay. I really don't. You know, that's, that's something, uh, uh, people will be surprised, but you work a lot with guns, you know? Yeah, but I don't really like them. It's not, uh, but the problem is that we're living in a society where you have to understand the weapons that you're going to be fighting against. And if right. you don't, you're way behind the curve. A lot of guys are afraid of guns, but you should not be afraid of guns. If you understand, you will, you'll be okay with it, but you have to understand. hmm so I studied Grenade tactical because i think i've been i've done some executive protection and i uh i went to a lot of uh, uh classes you know they have like a two day class fifteen day classes for executive protection course and I'm telling you it was like for me it was not that was not that was not good okay. you know I said guys, I need the real thing i don't I have military experience. I don't need to see things on paper. That's okay. But we need to really see what will happen if I come out of the car with my with my principal and I get attacked. What will happen? So by doing Greenock Tactical, I do a lot of scenarios. So I don't teach them how to shoot. That's really important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They should learn how to shoot. And then they come to me and we do scenarios or I show them different techniques to make it faster or to make it applicable to uh, the real life, right? And we do that through scenarios. So example, uh, I tell them, okay, so you're going to leave these promises with your principal, you're going to drive it, and you're going to come back to the Mm principal. And during that, I'm going to attack. I'm not going to tell you what what kind of weapon I'm going to use, but you're going to be under attack, and we'll see what you do. So the great thing about this is like, I want them to make mistakes. I really do, mm-hmm. because you learn from making mistakes. But it's not like feel bad because you made mistakes. It's actually the opposite. I says, okay, so this is great. So this is what you did. So let's try to fix it and make it work. And let's see if that technique or so that tactics work. And we do it, and then the principle is alive. And then they realize it. So I don't have really to teach. I just show them, and they experience it. Right. And that's the difference the way I teach. They experience and I don't teach any of my uh, uh, the specific techniques because at the, uh, at the end, it's really to get your your family or your principal home, you know, with mm-hmm. uh, nobody uh, throwing a, a shot or nobody getting hurt. I mean, that's that's the point.
2: Okay. Just... And there's
1: a lot of things that people don't understand about the different type of weapons, you right. know. But you have to really understand, like what's the difference between the 5.56, five, 223s, uh, two, two, uh, what is the difference between the nine, you know, 45, the 40 and the 10, obviously it's the impact and the result that you're going to have, mm-hmm. you know, and the history behind it. And that's really important.
0: Okay. So, yeah. I'm just looking through the website It look, I mean, I, if I ever get out to back out to California, I'd love to take one of the classes. It just looks like a lot of fun.
1: Oh mm-hmm. yeah. You get, you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. I have a big class tomorrow. So
0: Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So what advice would you give someone who has never done martial arts in their life and they're thinking about trying it out? What would you tell them to maybe a couple things they should look for and maybe some things they should avoid in a school and an instructor?
1: Absolutely. So, and that's big for me. And mm-hmm. every class, I start my class like this. It's not about who I am. It's not about the, the instructor. The t- instructor can get a bunch of trophies being the top guys in the world, but it's about really what he's going to teach you. So if you go to a class to, uh, and you don't learn anything and it's all about the instructor, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, I'm training with that guy. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. Because you want to impress your friend. That's a waste of time. But if you have an instructor who doesn't have enough fight, but you learn so much about uh, from that instructor, that's the one you want to train with. Okay. So it's not about the instructor. It's about you. It's about what are you going to learn? And that's really important.
2: Okay.
0: What are your thoughts on MMA in the UFC, and are you a fan?
1: I think it was fascinating when we see the Gracie doing his stuff, and he was uh,
0: really uh,
1: a mind-blowing for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then, you know, the kickboxing, the stand-up took over. You know, it, it, it was fantastic. The problem that I have right now, it becomes, it, they start to ruin the martial arts because we forgot the philosophy. It's all about a bunch of thugs going over there and just beating the crap out of them of each other that's all it is that's that's why i don't watch it anymore and sad because it was good promise you know to have a ufc mm-hmm. but at the end when you look at it now it's just no i'm not i mean I'm, i watch it sometimes but i'm not watching every fight like i right. used to you know same um yeah. yeah
2: it's it's it's
1: we have to go back and i think that's a problem in our, in our society right now it's like in the world not only uh here but mm-hmm. in the world we need to go back to the philosophy to you know, to, to to you know what's right and wrong, and it's easy. You know, you steal something is wrong. Yes. You know, you know, it, it, you know, you beat up somebody because uh, you want his large money is wrong, right? Now I'm not saying you know, I think in the world everybody should be able to sleep somewhere and should, everybody should be able to feed it itself. That that that's true. But there's seven things that I disagree with. You know, right. so and being a good person too. I think we, uh, uh, you know. But then uh, if you look at the new generation, especially the um, the teenager, uh, they don't have any role models anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the stars, they all take drugs and they're all, uh, you know, drunks and uh, and they're all on the news, but bad news, then you have an athlete the same way. Yep. You know, now even the cartoon uh, all over the place is very confusing for teenagers. So yeah. it, it, I think the world has to change and I think, the martial art, the Eastern philosophy can really help a lot, you know, uh, how to be humble. And uh, and I think to be humble, you have to be extremely strong. Mm-hmm. So I had something that I occurred in the Navy that I had a guy, uh, I was in a club. And uh, I was dazing, dazing, looking at this girl. She was so beautiful. I mean, gorgeous girl. I was just looking at her like like she was a beautiful girl. That's it. I didn't want anything. It was not a sexual thing. It was just, she was beautiful. And the boyfriend got mad and said, let's go outside. So, and I was in front. So I go outside and he punched me straight in the face, bloody nose and stuff. Wow. And I look at him and said, are you okay now? Are you satisfied? Are you good? And the guy looked at me, so you're not going to fight? Nope. And love it. but the point I'm making here is, is sometimes you know you you, you got to be the bigger man because the big picture could have been it could have put myself in big trouble. Maybe I would have hurt the guy, or maybe it would have hurt me. You know mm-hmm. who knows? I mean it's uh, and then I will not be able to take uh, to become uh, become on the marine, which was really my goal to get the Green Beret. So right. sometimes you get to be smarter and just uh, walk away from fights and uh, not be. Uh, you know, not try to impress your friend and the, the the people around you because at the end, you know, nobody cares.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So in All the right? in the early days of the UFC, did anyone ever try to talk you out of coming out of retirement and stepping into the octagon?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, actually, I had those guys. Uh, was, uh, I was at the gold gym and they came in and they said, hey, do you want to fight? Uh, you know, uh, uh, I think uh, I was supposed to fight the Gracie or whatever, but I said, no, nah, I, I had a couple of films to do. Plus, you know, my mentality was not there. I was more like, um, you know, it was uh, in the what was it, I think the nineties, late nineties. Okay. Is that
0: right? Or, or so the first I UFC was I think ninety four, I believe was the first one.
1: Okay, so that yeah, you know, so I was doing very well with the movies, yep. a bunch of girls and stuff. So I was not in the mood just to okay.
2: <laughs>
1: to go fight again. I said plus I have everything to lose, you know? Yeah, nothing but to I, prove. So. <laughs> you, you build your reputation, be the badass, you know, in the film, which we all know is just a movie. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> we <We're laughs> never badass, trust me. That's the truth. <laughs> you can't always get it up by stone, but Nice. Uh, that's true. Okay. So I looked at it and said, yeah I'm not going to do it. No, no,
0: no, no. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Who are some martial artists, whether they're people you've met and worked with and trained with, or just people you've maybe read about or studied, who are some martial artists that you would put on like your Mount Rushmore of martial arts? Who are some of the oh, just up there?
1: Great question. So here was my dream when I was with a French train, the team with Valéon. So Valera is an amazing guy. You know, he went and he, he joined the, the U.S. team, and he was with Bill Wallace, Jess Smith, was Lewis wow. and all these guys. And these guys were my heroes. Okay. Really, they were. They don't even know it, you know, but they were my heroes. I said, I wanted to train with them so bad. So I, I, I tried to ask, you know, where could I train with Bill Wallace because it was the fastest left leg in the world. Mm-hmm. And I was fascinated, fascinated by, by Bill Wallace, really, really. And uh, I couldn't find where he was. So I found Jeff Smith. So I went and trained in uh, in Virginia with uh, the U.S. team. And the U.S. team was training and uh, uh, with Jeff Smith at that time. Okay. So I spent, uh, I think, a month over there. So then again, so for, to answer your question, Bill Wallace, Jeff Smith, Joel Lewis, and there was another guy. Um, oh, I forgot. Another guy that belongs to the... <laughs> U.S.
0: team was really good too. Okay, well, I've met met two of those guys. I've met Bill Wallace and I've met Joe Lewis years ago. Uh, I got to do a little little training with Bill at a seminar he did and. And I got to uh-huh. get to meet and talk to Joe Lewis. But uh yeah, two two amazing yeah, guys. The way. I'm hoping to get Bill on the show. It's kind of a dream. I'm hoping hoping he'll say yes. So.
1: Oh yeah, Bill's great. Bill. And Jen Smith is great too. He's easy going too, you know. You should try to talk to him. He's really big and uh okay. yeah. He's he's really nice man. I mean you guys are awesome. You know what I like the most? is mm-hmm. like they're really humble too, you know. Right. And uh and the good thing with them is like they share they really developed the kickboxing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They are the pioneer of a kickboxing. So we owe them a lot. We don't realize that, but right. we do. You know. When I talk about kickboxing, we're not talking about Muay Thai. We're talking about kickboxing.
0: Right. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I know before you mentioned also you mentioned um, Pete Cunningham. I actually got to, to. Oh s- yeah, Pete. I, of course. But I saw him fight. I saw him fight in 1995 in Long Beach.
1: Oh. Oh, okay. but so Dale Cunningham is. Really beautiful to watch. I mean, you see Peter fight is like it's a, it's like a show, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it, even Kathy Long. You remember Kathy Long? Yep,
0: yeah, she was on my show. I had I had Kathy on the show.
1: Oh, she's great. Yeah. she was such a she was so beautiful.
0: Yep. I mean, you know, you remember <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was fun. It was great, great, great people.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Know? So a little earlier, you you talked about the philosophies of martial arts. So I'm curious, in, in all your years in martial arts, is there one philosophy that you've learned? that is just rises to the top. It's very important, very personal to you. You keep coming back to it. Be like water, my friend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a great one. You can never go wrong with Bruce Lee. Right? Come, on, come on. Be water, my friend. <laughs> yep.
1: I love that. I love it. That's good. Uh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's so much, you know, when, uh, you, you know, really uh, the young, uh, uh, martial artists, if they can read Sun Tzu, that'd be great. <laughs> yes. To the art of war, that'd be fantastic. You know, there's some books that are great, some didn't translate very well, so Mm -hmm. you got to be careful. You know, you got to really get a really good book. You know, make sure you're picky with that because you really want the philosophy, not just. uh, Okay. You know the, uh, the 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 venture of Sun Tzu, the adventure of Sun Tzu, but it's more the the philosophy in it. Right.
2: No, I agree. Yeah, and you
1: can use the great thing about uh, Sun Tzu. You can use uh, the other war. You can use it for business also as well. Exactly. So,
0: oh yeah, a lot of CEOs require people to read it. So yeah, it's a very a very good book. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. And that actually brings us up, up to our next question. So, your favorite martial arts book.
1: <laughs> there it is There it is Alright Well oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, Battle of War Oh yeah Okay oh, yeah.
0: Perfect No that oh, yeah. that one's been that, That's that been an answer a few times So that's good yep. Alright So <laughs> next one This one Maybe I don't know When you were in the 80s Did you play video games at all Do you have a favorite Martial arts video game
1: No See I don't play video games Okay My son plays All of them <laughs> 24-7 Obviously You know so That's a generation Oh yeah I cannot sit I, If I sit In front of the computer It's just to edit Okay. And then, but 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 you know what's interesting? The, the the young generation they have to understand that when we got the first computer, it was not Apple. It was just obviously IBM at that time. Yep. IBM was another. I forgot which one I had. But I think
0: my first one was Commodore sixty four.
1: <laughs> you remember they used to crash all the time? Yep. Oh, we couldn't, we were so frustrated. I I spent like, I remember I spent sometimes three days editing a little thing and it crashed on me and I lost everything. (laughs) I hated it. Dang. So me and the computer were not really good friends.
0: Okay. That's okay. Yeah. All right. How about a favorite (laughs) martial arts TV show? Oh, oh, come on. Kung Fu. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So did you ever watch the sequel that came out in the nineties, the Kung Fu, the legend continues?
1: Who was in it? I don't even David know. David
0: Carradine yeah. was in it. He he played he played his own oh. like great great grandson. It took place in modern day San Francisco.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> no. wasn't quite the same, but nah, I, yeah. I, I liked it just because there was martial arts in it. But it wasn't quite the same as the original. So.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny. Like uh, you watch uh, ten minutes and then you realize, eh, hey, no, it's not funny.
2: <laughs> But <laughs> yeah. Kung
1: Fu, the way it was shot, you know, the original was very special. You can't tell that, you know, the feeling when you watch it. It's like it, you get inspired by it just by the first uh, five minutes.
0: Yep. All right. And these, these last two questions, you can't pick something you've been in. Do you have a favorite martial arts movie?
1: Oh, yeah. Hold on. Well, obviously, Bruce Lee. Yep. I forgot which one.
0: Enter the Dragon I mean, uh, or one of the other ones? or
1: You know, I, you know, the one that really inspired me. And uh, hold, on, hold on. There's two. There are two. And you're going to be blown away by this. Okay. One, of course, it was Bruce Lee. But another one was a cheap Chinese movie that was made for Chinese people. Okay. But it was so good. And it was not even in English. It was in in Chinese. And it was on videotape. Okay. And I can't recall the name. Okay. But it was not, it was, I mean, nobody knows the guy. But it was a typical, you know, uh, film. He works as a dishwasher and, and, Mm -hmm. then you know. Something happened, and uh, he fights. Uh, you know, but there's something about it that really inspired me about doing martial arts. Okay. So,
0: well, if you yeah. if you remember the name, you'll have and to
1: tell Chuck me. Chuck Norris. Okay, okay. I, I got a name, Chuck Norris too.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> but oh. but hold on. But Chuck Norris was not really well. The film he made was more military films, right? Well, it's it's, really, like,
0: it depends. I mean, he had, like it, the, his films had a lot of martial arts in it, but yeah, his specialty was yeah. you know like missing in action and invasion exactly. USA. Delta Delta well, that, Force was one of my favorites. I love yeah. Delta Force. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I,
1: you know, he doesn't know, but you know, to because me and my dad, you know i So we used to all go together was a special night when a Hollywood movie was coming out. Chuck Norris was coming in the theater, mm-hmm. so that was a big night for us. So that's why these guys were really like you know my my favorite actors, you know. Yep. And the James Bond, of course, but you know Chuck Norris when he had Mission and Action, like yeah, let's go and see it.
0: <laughs> Actually, I think my my yeah. one of my favorite movies of his though was. Um, Sidekicks, the comedy one with uh, Joe Piscopo. I haven't seen it. When he, oh, really? Oh, it's 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 Rome. it's so good. It's early '90s. He's a young kid who gets bullied and stuff, and has an older gentleman that starts training him in martial arts. And he ends Chuck Norris is his hero, so he daydreams all the time that he's going on adventures with Chuck Norris. And then in the end of the movie, he actually gets to meet Chuck Norris and stuff. And it's really, it's a really cool, it's a really, really good family movie. I, I've watched it with my kids and stuff, and they all like it. So, oh really? <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I, i got to tell you that this is a, so my dad came to LA, right? When mm. we were shooting one of the films, I think it was a Salat and uh, the, the jet center was still there. So we went to the jet center and Chuck Noyce was there. I mean, I met him a few times, yeah. but um my dad was like, Oh my God. That's cool. Because you remember in France it's different, you know, these yep. guys are bigger than life, you mm-hmm. know, it's not like, you know, you see them every day, you know, or even once, whatever. But so when he met Chuck Noyce, he was, oh, that was so cool. I
2: I,
0: I almost got to meet him because he used to come to a tournament in Minnesota where I live. And the one uh-huh. the one year I didn't go to the tournament was the year he was there, so oh. I, I, I missed out. I was the next year is when I met I met Bill Wallace and I met Joel Lewis and I met a lot of those guys. But yeah, the year I didn't go was when Chuck Norris was there. I was so depressed. <laughs> but I mean, oh. I, I met Ernie Ray's Junior. Ernie Ray's Senior. I met all these guys, and I did not meet Chuck Norris. So <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> but that's life. Oh, you know, boy. that's what happens. So. <laughs> all right, all right. Final question. This one doesn't have to be a martial arts movie. Is there just any movie you've seen that you think just has an amazing or your favorite fight scene?
1: Um, well, come on. Uh, let's see. Well, there's a few of them. Mm-hmm. There's only one. There's uh,
0: The Big Blue. Okay. I
1: don't know if you know it.
0: Doesn't it's Not sound- really
1: famous here. But okay. In Europe, it was huge. Okay. That's one of them. It's about a freediver. And the dolphins and I mean, it's a, it's a great story. A love okay. story. It's Perfect. It's great. Cool. I like every kind of genre, even love ones, you know, like, uh,
0: Serendipity. Have you seen that? Oh, it's a good movie. Yep. Yeah. With John Cusack. It's so, yep.
1: Yeah. It's great. Yep.
0: I like that guy. John Cusack, awesome. fellow, fellow kickboxer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He trained. So was time. he ever training at the jet center when you were there? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes.
2: Nice. Yes. He was.
1: Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, he's a great guy too. He's a, he's a, I mean, I met him a few times in Malibu. Very guy, okay. very good guy. And, nice, uh, nice. Uh,
0: yeah. So anything else that I maybe forgot to mention, anything else you want to to mention before I let you go? Well, no, I think we
1: covered a lot. The only <laughs> thing I will say is like, uh, I think what's important about life, that's what I will say, you know, uh, it's not really what you're going to accomplish, but mm-hmm. it, it's more about, can you inspire other people, like like Bruce Lee did, you know, or like uh, I don't know, and, uh, yeah, you know? And, and I think that's really important, you know. If uh, and I think if all the martial artists to, could help uh, bringing back the philosophy and the uh, you know uh, the chaotic we are living, not knowing what's right or wrong, that way to go back into the basics. Okay, maybe we can help somehow. Because they're four teenagers, I mean, they, they are going through a rough time right now. So, yes. And I think uh, they need help. You know, it's not like, you know, we try to be better than that not because they, they, they have a tough time because of the circumstances. So, and uh, maybe by joining a martial arts school with a, a really good school, not a U.S. school, you can learn mixed martial arts, but if they put the philosophy behind, it would be great too. You know, there's right. no you know, like Aikido example. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I like Steven Seagal. Some people don't like him, but yep. I like him because of the philosophy. And I think he's really talented, you know?
2: No,
0: I agree. No.
1: Above the law. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> yeah I like Hard yeah. hard to Kill, Above the Law, Under Siege. Yeah, some yeah. great movies.
1: I, I, and also one more thing. Don't be afraid to make mistakes.
0: Because we
1: all made mistakes. We all screwed up. So that's something, you know, a lot of people, they think that we are perfect, but we are not.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> we yeah. are human. Yeah we yep. make mistakes but it's nice. getting up <laughs> and trying to come out and i made it like you screwed up uh-huh. that's a hard one too right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true that's very hard nice nice well i i just want to i just want nice. to thank you this has been so much fun i, I i've been a been a fan <laughs> of yours for a while and i was so excited oh, when you. you when you said yes and i, I said i love your movies and and I'm Oh thank I'm, you. Yeah, and like I said, next time I'm in Los Angeles I definitely want to look it up for the for yeah. Gruner Tactical. That looks like it'd be a lot of fun oh, to go through.
1: Hold on, before we leave, I gotta tell you the story. So no, sorry. One more and that's it. And we no shower. problem, okay, no well, problem. Watch, watch, it. watch it. Watch it, we got you are gonna love it. Okay. So I was with my girlfriend and we were, we're, we're in Malibu, right? And we're walking on the beach and there's um and I think, you know, to uh, to take a shower because I went in the ocean mm. and it's an outside shower and there's uh, three people they they stopped and they said, um, they asked me, uh, can we take a picture? And I look at them and said, for what? I said, aren't you an actor? Oh, shit, you're right. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry. Okay, okay, okay. That was so, she laughed so hard because sometimes, you know, it, it, it's not like in the 90s you know in yep. the 90s we we used to be known you know now it's different you know
0: yep people people funny. still know funny. you that's a great story i love it yeah
1: yeah but
0: uh, you know, my raised, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome but seriously just from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for your time I, i've oh, you enjoyed welcome. this so much thank you